TheOAMNetwork.com. Power to the podcast. Boys and girls, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the... Is this number five? This is number five. There's five episodes of us. Yeah. Well, yeah, you listen to them back to back because... Uh, we'll put it on me. It's fine. I did this. Uh, I am the one that produces the show, edits it, uh, all the things. I have to drop it off to executive producer uh, Gil Worth, uh, face that runs a place. So I f- did not get the episode over quick enough. So when you're listening to us saying that you will hear it on Saturday, that is a lie. You'll hear it on Thursday afternoon, uh, maybe evening, depending on when. Do us a favor. Wait till Saturday to listen to it and make us honest. But, but it would be the wrong Saturday. But don't, yeah. But just, just look. I just show up and I just do my thing, and I'm very good at Taylor, it. Taylor told me uh, earlier that he uh, had no problem quitting this and taking his talents elsewhere. <laughs> that is very right, sir. I don't know what these talents are or where he would be taking them, but he threatened that. So that is a real thing that happened. Uh, thankfully, we still came here and recorded this episode. As of now, I am still part of the Stop the you Damn Podcast team. You are still contracted to Stop the Damn Podcast. Um, I, I am still under contract. Uh, although maybe I can uh, do like another. I can co-host another show. Nope. And if I win, if I win that, then they get to have me on their show. Nope. You're still here forever because or you know. Or if I do the show and do it well, I get to bring the show here. No, you're still here. You know why you're still here? Because you know that you need me because I couldn't blow a three to one lead. There's a lot of folks that can blow a three to one lead. You know damn well. The Warriors, the Indians. Hillary Clinton. We're not going to talk about that. Welcome to our first episode of uh, Donald Trump World. Uh, no, seriously. Uh, the uh, Well, I guess technically not the first podcast under the uh, ruling of Sir Donald Trump. That won't happen. In, you can only be a Sir in like England, 70 dude. days, I you think. You can only be a Sir in England, dude. Yeah. So, uh, but yes, episode five. Apologize for not getting episode four out faster, but I feel like, you know, I would love to listen to two podcasts back to back, even though I guess this is time sensitive. But uh, what relive the moments. (laughs) (laughs) What else is time sensitive? Uh, Just real quick, when I get this out there, uh, if you are not a fan of Pro Wrestling Gorilla, PWG for short, uh, you're missing out on some of the best wrestling that there is out there. And uh, a lot of the people you're seeing bringing brought into NXT are uh, former PWG stars. And every winter, PWG has a cool sale. This year, they're doing their first with including Blu-rays because Blu-rays is still pretty new to them. Uh, it, it's the, the, what is it? Is it five for 40? Uh, five for 40 if you just get the regular. Regular DVDs. And then four for 55 if you get the Blu-ray. The Blu-rays are typically 20 bucks, 20, 25 bucks. Yeah. This is a really good deal. I, I did this deal last time. They had a thing, got some really good ones. Yeah, I did it as um, well. I think it's, I think I did it twice actually. Did you really? Yeah. Oh, okay. I gave them $90. Yeah, but you got a lot of DVDs. I did. And the it thing was a great is, the deal. thing is, PWG. It's when um, uh, when Garrett and I uh, became friends. We weren't best friends yet, but we were friends. No, uh, we were best friends. It was uh, well, we're always best friends. Uh, I read the first. He showed me PWG. I had no idea what it was, uh, but it kind of just gotten back into wrestling. And man, it is some some of the best matches um, have have been on there. Great wrestlers and wrestlers, you know. Uh, doing some really good work, so it's a it's a really good way to buy in and see a lot of PWG for real cheap, and now for real clear because they got the Blu-ray. Yeah, the Blu-rays are amazing. I highly suggest doing that. The selection for the Blu-rays is not as wide as the regular DVDs, but they did just start doing them. Yes, correct. So, uh, if you'd love to see some of the best, if not the best, independent wrestling, I highly suggest going and checking out that sale. Uh, go to ProWrestlingGorilla.com. And check it out. Uh, like I said, easily my favorite independent wrestling promotion out there. I will say it. I wish that they live-streamed their events. That would be very cool. But for the time being, I'm appreciative that I can at least watch them. And now in high definition, which is very important, as always. Yeah, I won't watch anything. 
hardly will watch anything else. It's With your new. curved 4K TV. It's not 4K. Is it not? It's 10K. <laughs> uh, but no. Uh, so yeah, it's uh, let's see what else is uh, what else is going on. Uh, we're still on the fucking road to Wrestle Kingdom, my friend. Oh, we are on the road to Wrestle Kingdom. And you know what is on the road to Wrestle Kingdom? There's always a struggle. Sometimes you could say it's a power struggle. New Japan Power Struggle 2016 happened this past week. How was it, T-Bay? Uh, it was really fun. It was really good. So, uh, obviously, the uh, the IWGP heavyweight title was not defended. That, Like I said, uh, well, I said last week, but you're going to have just heard it because you're going to listen to these back-to-back. Uh, the IWGP heavyweight title is not being defended until Wrestle Kingdom 11 uh, in that Okada versus Kenny Omega match. So, uh, Power Struggle, of course, like any New Japan show... You get those fun six to eight man tag matches uh, that are they're always fun. They're always good. There's some there are some fun spots and different things going on. So uh, won't really go through those. A couple of those happened. Um, the Grills of Destiny uh, beat uh, Ishii and Yoshiashi for the tag titles. They were the champs. They held on to them. But it was going to happen. Um, whatever, it's fine. Uh, but the uh, finals of the 2016 Super Junior. Tag tournament happened, and uh, Rapongi, Rapongi Vice, Rapongi, Rapongi. So they uh, they beat ACH uh, and uh, Taiji Ishimori for uh, to win that one uh, in a nice little match. So way to go, Beretta and Rocky Romero. Good job. Uh, woo! Title change alert. What? Yep. Kushida beat Bushi to get back his IWGP uh, Junior Heavyweight Championship. Um, but uh, shortly after, uh, the uh, th- there's been this time bomb thing going on. Time bomb. Um, in, in New Japan, everybody, and no one knew what it was. It was like, oh, there's this time bomb. It's kind of dead. Well, the time bomb has gone off. It was the gobbledygocker. <laughs> it's, it's, that's Goober, what it was. Gawker, whatever the fuck it is. Go- Goobledy, goop. <laughs> I'm not going to even try. It was a Guerrero that was in there. It was Hector Guerrero that was in there. Gobbledygooker. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and uh, I, and I always met – is it Kai, Kaimatachi? Kai, I think it's Kamatachi. I think it's Kamatachi. Yeah. If I say that wrong, someone – you are more than welcome to correct me. Uh, but Kamatachi showed back up uh, in New Japan and uh, licked the belt and everything. Um, so looking maybe that's going to be a match at Wrestle Kingdom, uh, which would be really exciting. Um, it was – who is that on um, Ring of Honor um, that we just... The well, Kamatachi fought at a... Uh, was that Dragon Lee? Yeah, I believe so. It was, yes, yes. Right? Yes. That match was insane. Insane. I think it's really cool, and this can lead into the next match you're going to talk about, but I think it's cool seeing these New Japan stars go over and uh, rebuild their career almost by coming to Ring of Honor, coming to the United States, touring around Ring of Honor yeah. in the States, and... Uh, coming back to New Japan and going strong, just like Watanabe did, right? So coming yeah. back as evil, and then if you think about it, honestly, uh, Elgin going over to uh, to New Japan, it's you know shoe on the other foot that really built him back up to being an important star right. in Ring of Honor again, and it, it also helped his love for pro wrestling. Yeah. I remember being in Chicago uh, for a live event and Elgin fighting Watanabe he wasn't even supposed to be on the bill. Um, I believe someone was not able to wrestle that match. And, you know, he just talked about how New Japan made him realize how much he really did love pro wrestling. And I feel like even though it may not be the same way for the New Japan wrestlers, but it's still great to see them get that big push when they go back home. So yeah. it's interesting how that's going. Right. So uh, so I'm guessing uh, – I'm I'm thinking that will be for Wrestle Kingdom. Um, but, yeah, woo-woo, another title change alert. This one I can't believe. But you – We'll, we'll get to that. The never open weight championship mm. has been held by Shibata, um, nearly by just him since its inception um, at Wrestle Kingdom ten this year. Uh, a couple, um, I think uh, Ishii had it, but basically Shibata has been the owner of it. Evil defeated Shibata for that title, which is unreal. Uh, Shibata is the scariest person in the world. <laughs> Shibata is, uh, he does have some injuries right now and non, non work injuries. I mean, they're, uh, he needs to heal up 
Um, I mean, he's 36, and he's got wear and tear on him. Ever since G1, he, he's been he's been a little rough. So uh, taking the saddle off of him, going to give him some time to, to uh, recuperate and things of that nature. Um, recuperate? Also, uh, Tanahashi beat uh, Sonata. Uh, Cold Skull. Um, who they, they and they've they've had their back and forth been going on since the G one tournament. Um, they had to change the main event. Uh, Elgin, as you're talking about, uh, he he's hurt right now. Uh, he broke his face. Broken face. Uh, it was actually um, I I, I think it was it a broken eye socket. Uh, yeah, as I, Aries would say. Yeah, broken it, or uh, what? Do you, what do you call? I think uh, he did it in that match. I th- it, I don't know. I can't with Cole maybe. I think it, I don't know. Anyway, he he's hurt, so it was Jay Lethal. He got beat um, in the main event by Naito. But the biggest thing, uh, I, uh, most important thing, I think, coming out of this, there was a tag match, eight-man match, Bullet Club versus Chaos. And in that match, the ending was a one-winged angel from Kenny Omega to Okada. And Omega pinned Okada clean one, two, three. Um. Uh, so you have the challenger pinning the champ in a tag match, but still pinning him. Um, so I think that's very typical wrestling booking. But like, it's interesting how you look at it because, like, in like normal wrestling booking, that would normally give a rub towards whoever lost in the tag match going over at the at the pay per view match. So it's, it, I really feel like they're going to give it to Kenny. I, I I really do. So and and. Unlike uh, maybe when when like WWE would do it, where you know, that match would happen on a Monday night with the championship being defended on Sunday. I mean, we we are still a couple months of you know, we're two basically two months away. Yeah. From from Wrestle Kingdom, I really and just the way that they have booked Kenny and made him look so strong to be the first uh, non Japanese wrestler to win uh, to win the G one. I just don't see how they don't give him the title. I think he's winning the title. I'm almost positive he's winning the title. Well, also, I, I'd be willing to put money on him winning the title. Um, what was really interesting to me about it, uh, I think this would technically, and I may be wrong. I could be wrong, and if I'm wrong, that's fine. But uh, actually, I can tell you right now if I'm wrong or not. I think that this would be, no, okay. I was going to say three years in a row where Okada would be in the main event going over. But he lost Tanahashi at nine. Yeah, lost at nine, won at ten. Yes, correct. He beat. Yeah. Uh, was the same match, right? It was except the belt mm-hmm. was switched because. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that would be interesting if you saw him. Well, what's really interesting is that you know the whole uh, speculation that he is New Japan's John Cena. Um, he's headlining their their WrestleMania, uh, three years in a row. Yeah. Pretty impressive. That's imp- and, and like and people don't hate him. I think that you know obviously that being the big difference between him and you know John Cena is if John Cena nowadays was to headline WrestleMania three years in a row would probably would not be well received. No, I mean I know Kyle is. A we bit could younger, possibly but... see Roman Reigns headlining three years in a row. Oof. Do we even? I don't want to even get to that right now. Yeah, we'll get to that later. Possibly. Get to that right now. I'm just gonna um, talk about it. I get. Oof. Sorry, I just I was thinking yeah, about sorry, sorry. Like well, I was thank, thinking. Thankfully, like, we'll be watching that from our Airbnb in Orlando. Yeah, just uh, you know what? Yeah, Here, let's just we're just going to talk about this real quick because I know uh, WrestleMania tickets packages are, are probably close to going on sale. Uh, I believe I think I saw them talk about sorry the talk about the packages. On, yeah, the tickets going on um, Friday. Garrett and I went to WrestleMania uh, thirty two in Dallas this year. So our, we're going to give you some advice. Yeah. So yeah, here's just trust us on this one. Don't. Don't really trust anything else we say, but trust us on this. One thing. Um, so so we went down there, and uh, we had tickets to um, Evolve, I believe it was 58 and 59. Correct. Both were great. Fantastic shows. Saw some wonderful wrestlers, um, some wonderful matches. Very excited. Got to see NXT as well. We History. Went, we uh, went to NXT Got to NXT see Shinsuke Dallas. Nakamura. We saw Nakamura in his first match, Zane in his last NXT match. Good point, yeah. And we got to see uh, Samoa Joe get busted open uh, pretty severely. <laughs> yeah, that was fun. Uh, so we were uh, 
uh, American Alpha won the t- those tag titles. So it was that was a movie. Amazing, yeah. amazing event, amazing event. That was amazing. oh, um, WrestleCon was fun too. Yeah, we went to the WrestleCon event. Got to uh, see Cole Cabana, IRL. Yeah, that was Chucky e. T. That was pretty cool. That was a fun one. Uh, saw Jeff Jarrett. Uh, I think drunk Jeff Jarrett get berated by the crowd. <laughs> that was probably the highlight of the weekend. Uh, that was yeah, it was fun. That um, me and Brian Cage, right? Oh yeah, that was God. He was so cool. He's so cool. Um, okay, we're gonna skip Sunday. Monday, the Monday, uh, the the Raw after WrestleMania. We also went to that. That was amazing. That was really fun. AJ won his winning his number one contender ship. Um, uh, very exciting. But Sunday, the actual Mania itself. Um, turned out to be really terrible. God, so bad. We now, walked out in the main event. We did. Uh, Technically, we walked, we had me and Taylor had the opportunity to have great seats. I guess they could have been great. They could have been bad too. In risers near the stage, uh, opted out of that and went with floor seats because we found some while we were still searching after Taylor and figured, man. The I mean, risers. look, we're going. Let's let's do this. Let's bit. go all out. Let's First WrestleMania, we both go to. Let's sit on the floor. Sat on the floor. I couldn't see a thing the whole time. I'm taller than Taylor. If you guys know me in real life, uh, six, so I six, was three. So I was fucked. Six three. Still couldn't see. So I was fucked. You know, the only time I ever saw a wrestler was when Shane McMahon got on top of Hell in a Cell. Yep, that was it. Uh, also, didn't get to our seats until the end of the first match of the real show, so that means we missed the pre-show matches. Yeah, we couldn't get in the building, or couldn't get down to our seats because of something. I don't even know what that was. I don't know if that was, eight, I think that was AT&T Stadium's fault. I'm not really sure. Yes, um, it, it so was. So just taking away, taking away the fact that the booking of WrestleMania uh, ended up not mattering at all. Um, it was just really not a great experience. Way too many people. Like, it was cool. I was there. Whatever. So, what we are doing this year. We are going, Still going to WrestleMania. We are going to Orlando. And we are going to go to all the super fun indie shows. We're going to go to NXT. As many as possible. We're going to go to the Raw after Mania. But for Mania, we're going to make sure we have an Airbnb with a big old TV. With our best friends. With our best friends. And we're hopefully thir- her, hopefully thirteen of us again. Yes. Was it thirteen last year? It was at Barb's ranch. Man, I miss you, Barb. I never shout met out, you, but shout out to Barb. I need one of them quilts. It's kind of chilly tonight. Um, First time I ever sleepwalked was in Barb's house. Oh, God, I forgot about that. Woke up in the bathroom with towel on me. So, uh, you know, and I think, and I guess I w- I should have used my the way I look at sports. Of sure, it would be really cool to go to a Super Bowl. But I would never go to a Super Bowl. I, I don't want to, you know, just so many people and everything. One, the money, and to the expensive. people. Yes. So you know what? Let's enjoy it from a couch. We can have all the beer, liquor, food yeah, that we want. It's cheaper, honestly, because number one, we're saving about $400 in tickets. Number two, we're yeah. saving, you know, $17 a fucking yeah. drink. Uh, it'll it, it'll definitely be a yeah, better option. So, uh, so. so we are de- so just just a heads Our up. If you're thinking you. about going to Mania, go drive down there and go go to all the fun shows that you can get for tickets for less than fifty dollars or less a ticket. So take all that money you're going to spend on a Mania ticket. Yeah, what do we like, we sat second and go like, to like five or six other shows. Yeah, we sat second row at Evolve <laughs> on Saturday for, for like. I think I paid like yeah, like we paid like fucking fifty bucks collectively. Yeah, so 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 save your money and do that. Uh, that's just a that's just like one wrestling fan to another. Like that's the that's the advice I give you. I guess. Sorry, ranting, getting a little bit off topic. Uh, trying to be a little different this episode, obviously. Yeah. But yes, one hundred percent. I would always suggest for anyone to try WrestleMania out, uh, but don't go to WrestleMania itself. Find an Airbnb or hotel with a big TV and watch it and hang the fuck out. Yep. Um. So there's that. There's mm-hmm. definitely that. Also, what else there is? Because Roman Reigns gonna be the fucking WWE champion soon. So that's all. That's all I care about. Big dog. The fucking big dog. The Trump of WWE. That match. TLC, right? What? TLC, and he fighting for the championship at TLC. Is he? Right. Didn't that thing? Is TLC a? Oh no! no yeah, TLC is no, a no, SmackDown no, event. Roadblock. No. Yeah, Roadblock. Thank you. Yes, correct. He is. Yeah, Roadblock. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, SmackDown Live. My bad. Um, I guess on the topic of WWE, we could talk about Raw and SmackDown, but I don't really care. I'll talk about Raw. I okay. So okay. WWE well, is over across the seas right now. So I feel like honestly, when those shows happen, they phone it in really hard because. Uh. It's pre-taped, so you can know the results prior to watching the show. So they don't want to, you know, yeah. 
do too much when you can find out about it. So, uh, Raw wasn't bad. I don't think. I I just I don't think I don't, there was. I don't think it was bad. I think there were some some nice moments. Yes. Um, there, there, there was typical story building for Survivor Series coming up. They're really pushing. I like the way that Raw versus SmackDown. Yeah, and I like the way that Steph set everything up. Of, I mean, you know, and and she plays that character very well. Uh, you know, she 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 knows her character. She knows how to play it. Um, but yeah, forcing the the five members of Team Raw. Well, you had the four, and then adding uh, uh, Seth freaking Rollins. To the team, he uh, is the fifth member, and making yeah, uh, spoiler alert, um, and making it a fatal five way so they can, you know, like work their aggression out and things, um, and kind of a fun finish. I thought the finish, I mean, you know, you get the it was it was it was cool, like it was kind yeah. of cheesy, but it was like it 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 like I said, like this raw helped build the storylines going in, like it's exactly it's yeah. building right. Owens and Jericho breaking up, which as I've stated numerous times, I don't yeah. want to happen. Builds it but. the slowest breakup in the history of breakups. Braun is a fucking beast. There's there that's still being built. Um, and I feel like they're giving him a real hard rub right now for like being. A babyface, or not a babyface, but just being a top guy. Yeah, like it, he. If you think about it, everyone jumped on him. Four people were on him, beating him down, and he pushed all of them off. Let's talk about who those people were, though. You have Chris Jericho, you have Kevin Owens, and you have the fucking big dog, and uh, Seth Rollins. Pretty fucking impressive. like you have the yeah. top stars on right. Raw, right. and you have Braun throwing all of them off, like like they're mm-hmm. fucking nothing. Right, like trying to eliminate him out of the match, like because he's the biggest threat. So right. that's that's a pretty big deal. Yeah, I think honestly. so. So I think it's nice. Um, uh, a segment that um, was rough. I think it was rough. The women's, the women's on the mic. Yeah, yeah. The women on the mic was a little rough. Um, and I don't, I, and I don't know if that's. Uh, I know, believe it on the crowd more than I believe. I, it on I would them. say the crowd. I, I would say the crowd more than anything. Um, but I mean, them not being. Uh, and, and not a fault to them, just they're not put in enough situations to be to be on the mic. Um, I, I feel it's so they not maybe not know worth crowd. I heard or I'd read something that they actually edited part of that. Really? Yeah. Uh, it's about uh, that Charlotte just straight up like asked asked the crowd to please stop singing. Uh, and they had, like edited, ed- they had edited that out. That was uh, still technically, I guess maybe she said it in a different way. Uh, yeah, she, maybe she, yeah. Did, she did mention. Well, yeah, them, but I, I guess, know, I guess, it, I guess something, something more though that was edited out. Um, I don't know. That was kind of rough. Um, but people like Bailey. There's that. That crowd definitely liked Bailey because they would not stop singing. <laughs> um, I, I, feel, I feel like the only fault I can put on the wrestlers, and like I don't want to fault. Bailey for this, but I feel like she did not know how to handle that situation. But she's never been in that situation. Well, that's what I'm saying, well, so that's what I'm saying. Of like, are they not? Are they not giving them the time, place to to be in those kind of? You know what I mean? I mean, I know, I know that's like that crowd is like t- to the top of. The, well, yeah, because like, I mean, you get to think crazy. like that crowd's going to go wild because it's the one time a year. The WWE travels over to there, and they're going to be on live TV and across the world. Yeah. So the crowd's going to go wild, regardless. Um, I feel like they were really like asleep though for a lot of the matches too, like the cruiserweight match. I thought, well, besides you know Noam Dar, like right, you know that was cool, and like I feel like the Rusev Sammy match, they were definitely asleep during that. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, it was like it was they. And it's typical wrestling crowds nowadays. Like I feel like they were awake to put themselves over, but come the actual matches, they really just mm-hmm. kind of yeah, it happens. Um, yeah. Uh, also, uh, speaking of the cruiserweights, uh, stoked to see Rich Swan going over again. Man, I, I'm, as we talked about earlier with PWG, I mean that is one of the PWG stars that you would watch. Yeah, happy for Noam. Ha- happy for Noam Dar uh, in front of his crowd gets to you know. Uh, and man, he was over too. Yeah, like so, that place went fucking. Right. And they gave him pyro. How cool is that? Hey man, you don't, not everybody gets pyro, man. So that was cool. But but more importantly, Rich Swan going over on Kendrick again, uh, building building that. Um, uh, 
Brock telling Brock telling Goldberg's family to not be at the match is, is my I think is like, don't watch like yeah, <laughs> don't, don't watch. watch like that and that's better that's been better than any in ring segment that's happened this whole thing it's that oh, Brock the Brock sit down interview that that he'll do I I love uh, but yeah the don't don't watch like pleading uh, I'm really into that. I, <laughs> I think that's just really funny. Well, like the like the pre taped Brock interviews are always so good. Like the 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 one when he was going to face Cena at SummerSlam is probably still my favorite. When he said blood, he'll be left in a pile of blood, urine, and vomit. <laughs> and, then, and then like how awkward he was after that. He's like, it's it's he like he like started studying. He's like, it's 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 gonna be bad. It's gonna be bad people. <laughs> It's gonna be bad people, is what he said. That's just—he's <laughs> oh, so bad, but it's so comical because, like, he's so fucking like. If you, but he could do it. He could close, do it. Close if he your eyes, to. listen to this interview between his voice and the way he talks. You're like, this guy's a fucking nerd, and you open your eyes and you see him in the ring. And it's like, wow, this guy could fucking destroy <laughs> like, yeah, anybody. Like, yeah, exactly. Uh, uh, so, so Zane Rusev uh, and <laughs> I, I, you know what. I hope people believe us. On the episode that we recorded before, that you would have already heard, uh, I made a prediction to which Garrett agreed that Sami Zayn would be the Raw superstar challenging Dolph Ziggler for the title at Survivor Series. And we were right. You were? I'm giving us both that because you would, you did agree. Yes. You did agree. I, I, yeah, and, I, and actually, the other person we said was Rusev. So I mean, we actually like we were spot on with with what they were saying, and we're, we're what they were thinking. I mean, let's be honest here. You should stop fucking reading whatever dirt she got. Listen to Stop the Damn Podcast. We or know follow it. us yeah. at Stop the Damn Cast on Twitter. Just saying, because we pretty much can fucking tell you what's about to happen. Yeah. How about that, good um, brothers and sisters? So, uh, only other thing. Um, uh, so the the raw so so Survivor Series teams being set the team raw um, for for men women and now tags are set. Did you the thing with uh, with our truth selling their spot in the tag uh, for, a thing, time share. for a timeshare for to the shining stars? Like, and then they're trying to get it back. It was the best thing. Like Goldust was like, I have to get it back. Yeah, which which they did right it, right. They got it back. Yes. Yeah, they got it back. So, but so yeah. still, but still funny that he sold <laughs> Had to it to get it back. The best thing was 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 finding out about these timeshares when Coldust said, uh, "When when RJ was talking about nine hundred the stars and Coldust because that's because there's not a roof. Are you reading this? Like it's just it was so yeah. They they're a great comedy tag team. I, yeah. lo- I love I love what they're no, doing I'm into them. it. Um, what else? Uh, again with the Gallows and Anderson uh, booking. Uh, they won against the New Day in a non-title match. Okay, I don't. But we won't see. We'll never have they won in a pay per view yet. Mm. Oh, well, yeah, 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 be yeah. Zone cast. Yes, yeah. correct. Never mind. Sorry. Um, I, I I liked where they were going with that segment. I liked seeing them as like the tough guys, the like no nonsense guys. Like we're gonna fucking go over guys, um, uh, no matter what. But I feel like it just kind of like led to just a comical, I don't know. It, it it was a bummer for sure. Like I just, you know, they kind of came like, you know, we're no nonsense people. Um, but I feel like ultimately they're just going to continue. Like I, the only way I can see them being redeemed from how they're like brought in is, is like these big, like tough guys, like kind of like, kind of like the whole outsiders angle with WCW. Mm-hmm. The only way you can redeem that is having them break, New Day's not necessarily break, but then be the ones to take the titles from New Day. Agreed. Not that they have to like, you know, take him at the Rumble, because then that would put it past the demolition record. Yes. So I mean, like you can do. I would even go Mania. I think that would be cool. I mean, have New Day hold on to it, like you know, like not just beat demolition. But you want to have you want to have New New Day lose again at Mania. Does that hurt? Do you, do you do you think that Nothing, hurts him? I don't think anything. Like, right. I don't. I don't right. think wins or losses is going to hurt or affect New Day. I think it's how over they are is what's going to help them. Yeah. So, I don't see that as being a negative thing. I would. I would love to see because not only are Gallows and Anderson like they they're a total package. If you think about it, they can do comedy. They can be tough guys. They can be strong guys. 
they can take a fall. We've fucking seen that numerous times. So, I mean, they're good across the board. I just don't think they're being utilized in that way. Yeah. As, as we've both stated, uh, you know, plenty yeah. of times. Yeah. So it, it would be cool to see them take that, you know, take the titles from New Day yeah. and eventually, you know, become the tag team. Because, like, you know, like I said last week, there's not a big heel tag team. You got the Shining Stars, but they're like, it's comical. It's, it's not yeah, serious. Right, right. They don't seem as an actual threat. And and Chamo, as you have shipped them, uh, you know, they're not going to be the heel tag team. Well, yeah, you can't because Cesaro is so over. Yeah, there's so no you, way. You can't there's have no that way. as a heel. And I'm he'd like, be, I'm like slowly but surely, Sheamus is becoming over because right. because of this tag team. Right. People can give less of a shit about him, but like now he's becoming more of a serious character. Right. Um. Yeah, so uh, next week, uh, Shane and Daniel Bryan, uh, Shane O'Mac will be on Raw uh, as they are, you know, building to to this big uh, Survivor Series clash of of Raw versus SmackDown. Speaking of that good old SmackDown, uh, the best show, the best show for WWE. Well, I guess. I mean, are you willing to say well? Yeah. Smack. Uh, I will say that actually, SmackDown is SmackDown's been killing it as we talk about every week. That it is the superior show. Yep. Um, it was great this week. I what is frustrating to me is they're trying to like slowly do this, even though they didn't do it at Hell in a Cell, but they were like kind of like doing the whole like main event thing. Like main event is the main event. Main event is the last match of the night I, when they build and they build Alexa versus Becky the main event. And I'm watching it tonight because I didn't catch it on Tuesday because I was. Opening for a band called Juice Freeze. Check them out. Check out my band, BrokeTN.BandCamp.com. Oh, my God. Uh, but I was able to watch the show, so I watched it tonight. Uh, they built it at the beginning of the show as Becky and Bliss were the main event. And then the show happens 45 minutes into it. It's midway through the show. So don't call that the main event when you have the Wyatt family versus... The main event is the last match. The match that you built There's for. no such thing as the main event happening anywhere else on the card ever because in any sport not, or thing. Well, not only that, but like, why would you call that the main event? Because that makes the matches after it seem pointless. So not only are you hurting the main event name, but you're hurting the matches after it. So you're telling me that the Wyatt family versus Dean Ellsworth and Kane is irrelevant. No, I don't think, I don't think it deserved the main. Or I don't, I can't see him calling the main event spot. I don't think it deserved that last match spot. I think that should have been the middle of the show and Bliss and Becky because they put on a hell of a match. They did. Bliss has been doing an amazing job. Right. Why would you have that in the middle? Unless you're trying to save those numbers of people switching over in the middle because that's not the strongest part of your show. But at the same time, don't call it the fucking main event. Thing. Yeah. Call so, the main event the main event, which is the yeah. six-man tag that happens. So. Right. Kind of frustrating, but nonetheless, it was still an amazing match. It was a great to see. I think Bliss is doing such a good job. I was really her and Carmelo was really worried about still kinda iffy on Carmelo right now, but like I was very worried about both of them when they came over from NXT. Agreed. It was kind of too soon, but Bliss has shown that she and, and transitioned I, very, very and, well. And and I think what they did with this match, uh throwing the wrinkle in of her tapping but the foot on the rope and then, you know, that being called out that the ref missed you know Talking about that, that like I love that they threw that in there. I love that that got thrown in there. I think yeah. that's awesome because and and uh, uh, is is an easy way to keep Alexa around the title, saying she didn't beat me. You know, I I, I that should have been that should have been broken up. I, you know, I deserve another match. So I'm I'm seeing definitely. I'm assuming that for TLC. It will go to TLC. Yes. Uh, hopefully it's uh. Tables, ladders, chairs, and stairs, and they can have a stairs match. I would um, love to see a woman's stairs match. Woo! Make it happen. Um, what else? Uh, SmackDown, Survivor Series tag team group is set. Uh, Heath and Rhino, American Alpha, Hype Bros, Usos, and now Brizongo got themselves in. Uh, so that team is set. Um the, the Miz really doesn't well, like Dean's what? Oh, sorry, go. I was gonna say Brizongo. Uh, I really think they're about to do the most over tag team on SmackDown. I'm calling it right now. Really? Yes, because they came out and the crowd was number one going nuts. I understand that it was you know once again in Scotland, but uh, 
how over they were just because of how they came out in kilts and police officer uniforms uh, because they're the fashion police giving everyone tickets, including JBL, who was putting them over. And then then they give him a ticket that just says gross on it. Um, But, yeah, that place is going crazy for them. I think this is a gimmick that they – I think the whole fashion police is a great uh, addition to their tag team. Yeah. and and they're going into the Survivor Series tag team match now. Right. Uh, they went over on the VOD villains. Well, and them and the, and and they're they're using their social media accounts to push themselves and push their tag team. Um, it is fun to see. I, I like this team. I you know didn't really know because it was like Fandango and what's what's really gonna what's he doing? And then Tyler Breeze was like, oh man, he just has nowhere to go. Oh my, why didn't we think of these putting these two together? Like, of course, it makes perfect sense. Like these two go just yeah, should have thought that earlier. Yeah, um, I mean it, it. It makes sense because yeah. there's nothing, you know, for them to do. Right. But them together makes way more sense. Yeah. Um. But uh. Yeah. So I say uh, uh. The Miz really doesn't like Dolph Ziggler having the IC title. He does not, and he doesn't like the fact that it's going to be defended against a Raw superstar, which is Sami Zayn, as we spoke of earlier. Right. So um, we we do have um. We we do have a, he's gonna get his rematch next week. Yeah, though. how do you feel about that though? His wife is the one that accepted the challenge, right? Uh, do you think? Do you think they're gonna change the? Do you so think they're gonna change the title on SmackDown next so week? So that's the I don't know about no I don't think about that. Oh, it's changed. Oh no, no, it's I I I will call it now. Sami Zayn is winning the IC title at Survivor Series. You're calling it. Calling it. You're right betting now. it. Yes. Do you think the cruiserweights go over to SmackDown? Yes, I do, and I think they already told us. But also, Be, it's how does it not? Two, well, no, I'm not. I'm not, just, I'm not disagreeing at all. Two hundred five live will be filmed at SmackDown. Has, yes, yeah. So I think that's obvious. But here's another thing: that's going to hurt Raw so bad because the one redeeming factor to Raw right now is the cruiserweights. Yeah, I think. I think personally that the Cruiserweights going over to SmackDown is super beneficial to the Cruiserweights because SmackDown is a no-nonsense, like just straightforward wrestling show. Agreed. The Cruiserweights will get a cool spot. You get to hear Ronaldo call it again. Uh, I think it will be great, but that is also taking... Uh, but you're giving Sammy a title. It's what the people want. It's, yeah. So, you know, so yeah. I, but I it also, I feel like that sucks because I want, I want Sammy on SmackDown. Just like so I want we, Cesaro on SmackDown. So, so we talked about this the other day uh, when when we found out it was going to be Sammy versus Ziggler of if Zayn wins, does that mean the title goes to Raw? You know, or does that mean that the, the title belongs to SmackDown? So that means whoever holds it has to be on SmackDown. Uh, which is what we were hoping for, because then you get to bring Zayn to SmackDown. But I don't think that is how they're going to do it. But yeah, I definitely see a sh- I, I see I see the IC title going, and I see I see I see SmackDown taking the title and the division uh, at Survivor Series. Um, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, yeah, and I don't know. I mean, like I I'm excited if it happens to see the Cruiserweights go to SmackDown. But like I said, there's just, it's hard for me to watch Raw now. It being three hours, there not being much entertainment on there. I mean, the cruiserweights is a really a redeeming factor. Yeah. So it'll be sad to see that go if if it happens. I mean, I'm you know we're speculating at this point. We don't know for sure, but yeah. it seems very likely. Yeah. Speaking of uh, redeeming, Kurt Hawkins redeemed himself. He's one and one. The makeup job they gave him for a black eye is the stupidest thing he had donald trump's face his whole face was orange because they don't know how to apply also it is up. it has been you should not have a black eye anymore like, like that severe like it's really not know, like it's yeah. not like a day like yeah. it, it'll be understandable if it's the day after but like it's so incredibly yeah, bad that was, that was rough um uh what else uh naomi proved that uh, natalia does not need to be on the smackdown women's team got herself a little win right there uh the we can't call it the main event. The last match of the evening. <laughs> uh, the match that ended the show. Uh, the the new Wyatt family, Bray, Luke, and Randy. That's Randy Orton, if you don't know. 
versus uh, Kane Dean and our favorite person. I think our one of our favorite people. He is the favorite. I, yeah. I'm going to go ahead and say the favorite. Uh, Mr. Ellsworth. The Mr. Ellsworth, who explained to Dean that if they uh, teamed up, that they would be two men with four fists and a fighting chance. Dean also told him to quit counting fists. That was weird. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, it was, it was great. Cause Ellsworth gave this whole speech about, uh, about, you know, like, like trying to really build him up and everything like that. And then Dean just looks at him afterwards and the silent for a second and goes, seriously, don't ever say anything that you just said ever again. That was the, don't just stop talking. <laughs> I, I, I'm digging. I love this uh, big brother, yeah. little brother. Uh, uh, cause really if you, <laughs> James Ellsworth looks like Dean's little brother. Like, uh, 100%. Yeah. Um, and and uh, you know what? I'll tell you right now. I'll tell you why Team SmackDown is going to beat Team Raw at yeah. Survivor Series. What's that? Because SmackDown has something that Raw doesn't. See, SmackDown has a Survivor Series team mascot. And that's the melted action figure himself, James Ellsworth. He, James Ellsworth is, is going oh, to be... Or as AJ Styles said, he looks like a foot. Also, JBL says that he looks like if the Loch Ness Monster had a baby with an alien. So there's a lot of good insults coming. So, um, so James is going to be at, uh, at survivor series going to be coming out with the team, uh, to be there, to be their mascot, cheer them on. Um, however, he, he was not, uh, he, he was not very effective as a tag member in this match and ate the pin from good old Bray. Pretty quickly too, like the moment he gets in the match. Like, yeah, try. Uh, this makes me believe that James Ellsworth will never actually be a WWE wrestler because, right. like, they cannot make him believable because he can't last. Like, he lasted in a match with AJ the first time because okay. Styles let it happen, right. and then they in the next match it was just AJ beating the shit right. out of him, and he got a no chin music in. That was yeah. it. Um, and oh, you know, oh my god, you know what I just thought of? Okay, so Ellsworth. Is going to be with Team SmackDown. Yes. No. Yes. Yeah. He's 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 going to be there. He's their mascot. He's, oh he's yeah. Walk the, out okay. I thought you were saying like in the. He's going to walk out. With okay. Braun's going to be there. Oh. My. God. Not rehearsed at all, but I legit did not even think about this, and this is a really cool moment for me. No, I I was just I, I just, as I, as I'm as I'm as I'm looking at I've got my notes in front of me and. That's going to happen. That's going to be a real thing that happens. We're going to see Ellsworth and Braun. There's going to be a again. spot there. There has to be. That would be. They would be fools to not have that happen. That's unreal. I'm so excited for that. WrestleMania main event, brother. Braun Strowman. WrestleMania Atlantis. What's up? What's up? What's up? Uh, also, Shoot them Gators. <laughs> also, really interesting is that we're going to see Shane McMahon wrestle again. Yeah, so the big it's it's actually it's it's my top thing on my notes uh, from SmackDown. That's- Daniel Bryan comes out with the list that Shane gave him, and ooh, that crowd should have popped way harder when Daniel Bryan said that his because I popped super hard. I sat up in my bed so quick, like there's no fucking way when he says that my name's on here, and I was like, oh my, you can't be fucking like, yeah, don't don't do that, don't do that, don't do that to me, don't yeah. do that to me. And then he goes, well, I'm not allowed to, and I'm like, fuck, and then. When he talked about the other name, I was like, oh, he's going to say Ellsworth. And then that's when he brought up Shane McMahon, which that'll be cool. Like, I, I, I think Shane, even though he's not the most, like, gifted wrestler in the sense, like, it's not really – he's not very fluid in the ring. He can do some cool spots, though, and I think that he'll – and he obviously it's he, cool seeing he still has a love for it and still has a passion for it and because of that he can put on a good but that puts emotion into it too that it like the person that runs that brand like that's like you know like i i literally will bleed i will fight for my promotion like that that gives it that unbelievable feel that like i will i will right. prove that we're the superior company by he will keep the team together. physically fighting yes yeah so that's that'll be really cool yeah. to see that happen. so i'm excited yeah so just uh, as a as a quick Rundown, Team Raw, KO, Y2J, the big dog, Braun, Seth freaking Rollins, versus Team SmackDown, which is going to be AJ, Dean, Bray, Randy, and Shane O'Mac. Uh, that's what's happening. 
Um, so yeah, uh, so SmackDown, another good show. Um, even though it was pre-taped, another good show. Placement of the you know main event, whatever. Um, next week uh, is going to be episode nine hundred. Nine hundred Edge and uh, Undertaker come Keep back. rolling, 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 rolling. What? what? Also, good. did you say time. Edge? Did you say Edge? Yeah, Edge is going to be there. Yeah. Oh, you know what? I got a brain buster for you. Oh shit. Uh, Edge, um, as, as we all know, is one of the most, if not the most, decorated wrestler okay. in WWE history. Can you name me five titles that Edge has held, that Edge held as a WWE wrestler? Okay, the world title, world heavyweight. Yes. Okay. The intercontinental. Yes. The tag team championship. Yes. And here's where I get stumped. Hold on. <laughs> the the WWE championship. Yes. So that's four. Yeah. All right. One more. You have three to pick from to get your fifth. I'm trying to think if he held the other tag team championship or not. I don't think he held the European championship. Did he ever hold did he hold the hardcore title? No, he didn't. One more. Didn't hold the US title. One more. Okay. Lock it in. Final answer. The fifth title is Can you see clearly? Shut the fuck up. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, I'm gonna have to give you a time limit. You got ten seconds. Alright, I'm gonna say the five four Three, two, one. Okay, I'm gonna say he held the other tag team title. That is correct. All right. God. He also held the hardcore title. He did. Okay, I was unsure about it because I. And can't... he also held the WCW US title. Oh, during the invasion. Correct. There you go. That was yeah. close. That was close. You almost didn't get it. I know. You know, what you're not gonna get my brain buster because you know what it is. What is it? What pay per view was it? That Kevin Owens debuted WWE here main roster against John Cena and beat him clean. Oh my God! Okay, we watched this. I know we did. No, I know we did. I know we did. Because remember, there was like three pay per views or three matches at least between them. So, um, was it? I'm gonna give you a time limit. No, fuck off. Come on, you gotta know this. This is this is early on in our wrestling friendship. Holy you... shit! Yeah. Uh, See, not a super hard question, but at the same time, no, no, it, well, because it's one I should know. Yes, I should just know it. Um, I've never done this, but I will do this. I will give you one hint, and is that is not actually a pay per view. It was a live. It was a, a network exclusive event. Hmm. That Did that help or hurt? I, I think it hurt. It used to be a pay per view. Mm. Um. You got ten seconds. Happened in like June. Ten. Nine. Fucking eight. Was it elimination chamber? Correct. Holy Good job, my shit. friend. Shit. Was it? Fuck. Yeah, elimination chamber. Really? And then he lost at Money in the Bank. Okay, see, that's okay, because I wanted to say money in the bank. That's what I was thinking, but. Oh. Yeah. Uh, with, Bragging rights. Taboo Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> with that, ladies and gentlemen, we are now at our main event of the evening.
This matchup, scheduled for one fall. I feel like Howard Finkel's falling asleep. Like, you know, like when you're like talking mm-hmm. to someone, but like mm-hmm. you're like really sleepy. Yep. Like that's Howard Finkel constantly. Mm-hmm. So do you actually, I would like for you to introduce our main event for once. Uh, for once. Well, that's great. That's, that's really nice of you to do. So this day, which this is. This day in history. No- what is the date, sir? November 9th. November 9th. This is a Wednesday. Um, well, once before, it was on, uh, it was not on a Wednesday, it was on a Sunday. Before Donald Trump's America. And uh, we were we were at the Survivor Series in 97. Yeah. How old were you? Six. Hmm. I was six. Yeah. Yep. Um, and uh, an event happened. Uh, for the then WWF, good good matches on the card, but one is that stick the one sticks out, and one is important. Survivor Series '97 happened in Montreal. When and you think of Survivor Series '97, what do you think of? You think of Montreal Screwjob. You think of the Montreal Screwjob. There, you Shawn actually, Michaels versus Bret Hart. You you probably can't name another match on the card. Uh, you know, I that's the one that sticks out. Um, uh, Shawn Michaels became the champion in that match. Or did he? Did he rightfully so? Right. So that's so that's a simple way of saying it is he became the champion. Now the circumstances surrounding that uh, decision uh, whew, can be complicated. So basically, what we're going to talk about and discuss between ourselves uh, is that for years, I mean, and, and actually, I feel like until like the last couple of years, it hasn't really been discussed as if it was a work or not. Uh, now it's highly discussed that like, did, did Bret Hart know what was going to happen? Did, you know, did he pretend to be pissed off? Like, you know, did, did he understand what he had to do? Did he do his job? Did he, you know, take the fall, kind of the fall, and walk out because of where he was going. Was he paying his last respects to WWE or not? Uh, I mean, I personally feel like it. I feel like it was a work. I feel like nowadays it's it's only because of how talked about it is. Only because of how big of a deal it is. Do I feel like it's a work? I feel like they would have never mentioned another word of it. You know, after they got their ratings out of it. I mean, obviously Vince came on t- you know, TV and said that Brett screwed Brett. It was just him trying to get ratings. But like for the years after you didn't have to bring that up anymore. I, f- I, f- I feel yeah. like that it's, it's, it's been made a big deal. Um, what ha- well, it, well, it was, it was, it was, it was made a big deal right away. Um, and, and as that story goes, was that, um, so, uh, so uh, just a very brief little history of it. Brett was going to leave to go to WCW. And Vince – and the plan he gave Vince was that, uh, that you know, he would win. Uh, he could either, you know, either win or, or have like a DQ, you know, some fuckery on the finish. And then the next night, on, some, the next night on Raw, he would, uh, he would give up the title and he, he would relinquish it. Uh, and and leave, um, and Vince agreed that uh, that they could do something like that. Um, however, Vince did not feel good about that. He did not want that title leaving his hands, so he um, he got Shawn Michaels and he got the ref. Uh, it was Earl Hebner, correct? Yes, it was Earl Hebner, and brought them in and told them what was going to happen. And what was going to happen was Shawn was going to put Brett in the sharpshooter. Hebner would call for the bell. Sean would be the new champ. Told Sean grab the belt and run out. Get just you know, just get away. So that happens, and Brett loses his mind, spits on Vince, who was on commentary at the time. Uh, and then afterwards, in the back, punched Vince in the face, um, which could be kayfabe. As the story goes, punch him in the face. So uh, you know they're sitting there, and Vince has a black eye. What are they going to do? And they run with it. And they run with the whole Brett screwed Brett interview and long. It was it was like two segments on that raw that they did. Of him giving this long interview, you know, very solemnly and discussing that, um, you know, Brett screwed Brett and so on and so forth. So, you know, and at the time it's like, okay, well, that's just damage control. But, yeah, man, I mean, yeah. I mean, as it's gone on. I mean, this is one of the most talked about events in wrestling history. I mean, you have – there's been, you know – 
documentaries that have brought it up. There's been Radiolab, one of the you know biggest podcasts there is out there, has a whole episode dedicated to that event. Yeah, not the event of Survivor Series, but the event of the Montreal Screw Job. Uh, that event has been replicated numerous times. Uh, I just, I don't know. It's hard for me to think that. Okay. All right. All right. That it really okay, happened. All right. All right. Let's let's say it's not a shoot. Let's say it's a work. Was it because you you have you take this like angry Bret Hart and you put him on so he can go to the WCW and go on Nitro and you uh, so what's the what's the play what what's the play there of having it be a work. What do you mean the play? Like, like, like what's, what's the, the benefit of it? Right, correct. I don't think there's any benefit of it. I think it, I think it's Brett. I think that it's Brett giving respect and uh, going along with the company that helped build him, that did build him, not help build him, and that they made him the star that he became. I think it was him paying his respects to the company. Uh, doing that for them, which ultimately, like, I don't know if it, I, I think that his injuries and just WCW being a joke at the point that he came in is the reason that he failed over there. But I mean, his run over there was not memorable. I mean, honestly, sometimes I forget that he wrestled for the company. It was bad. I mean, it, it, it was a bad run. Um, I mean, I go back and forth with it of how, you know, what was, I don't know. I mean, if it was a work, then man, he gave a great. He did a great job acting after it was done. We, I mean, but in reality, like it's one of those things, like where you don't have to act; like you would just portray it the way you would accept that situation. I oh mean, yeah, it was a, it was a really fucked up situation, uh, but interesting nonetheless. That's why they built on it for so long. But now it's like I, I don't know. I'm, I'm. Do you think it was a work? I don't think so. You don't think so? No. I don't think it was. I feel like I feel like Brett had had what he wanted to do and had his plan and I think he believed Vince was going to do that and I think at the last minute Vince got scared and and he decided to pull his trigger. Well, and rightfully so. I mean, you had Alonzo Brilles uh you can't, you could you you, you couldn't, couldn't have, have that, that again not on not ha- on that champion i mean but also yeah that exactly that championship not on you that couldn't championship. have that happen to the world title uh, like if that had happened that would have that would have made the company look like nothing would look like a joke yes so your champion just left took the title and threw it in a fucking trash can you don't matter and i think that um with where Sean was at in his career at that point, and just the, you know, it was get the title on him, and and you know, Brett's leaving, you know, like look, he's gone. It's not like it's not like we're, it's not like um, I'll say it's 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 not like you know, with Triple H screwing over, uh, you know, Seth giving Kevin the title, you know, and. Seth has to go to work the next day and it's yeah, like, the exactly. fuck, you know, and pissed off. Brett's going to be gone. So, all right, we're just going to do this. If he gets mad, he gets mad. Well, he's leaving anyway. Which I'll say this, uh, probably a controversial statement, but I wouldn't care because I think, my blow some minds, I think Bret Hart's overrated. Yeah. Oh, damn. Yeah, I think that he's overrated. I don't think he's one of the best of all time. I think that he's... An okay wrestler. In regard of his time, yeah, he was fine. But and I will say fine. But uh, did WWE lose anything? Did WWE, WWE got exponentially better once he left. I'm not saying it got better because he left, but I will say that it it did not suffer from his loss, which makes me believe that he's not the star that he was built to be. So going back and watching um, you know, old Rawls pay-per-views, whatever, and, and watching Bret Hart, it is – just so glaring how similar every single one of his matches were. 
not even his matches, but think about his promos. He's well, the most well, yeah. monotone, well, like just, just, well, right. just like every the single character. thing was the same. Yeah, right. there's just nothing special the, to him. Yeah, you know, um, it's the name. If it wasn't for his last name, do you think that he would ever have been what he was? Man, you can make a real good argument that he wouldn't be. He wouldn't be. If he didn't have the last name Hart, if he didn't use the last name Hart, not even if it like the fact that I mean, he would Owen be, was a better. I mean, Owen was better than he was. Owen promo wise, wrestling wise, yes, Owen was the total package. He just wasn't tall, right? He was a smaller guy. That's why he didn't go over. Nugget. Um, little I, nugget. Little nugget. Uh, yeah, I just. But no, and you know, and it's the same move set. The the same move set. This and the like, almost the same sequence of. You know, you're gonna get the uh, uh, the kind of knee lock thing on the turnbuckle to you know hurt the legs, and then the the knee you know, and just to the sharpshooter, and it it was the same thing every single match. And um, I, as I was watching like old stuff, I just found myself just skipping his matches. I just didn't care. He didn't have a personality, and like that's something you have to have in professional wrestling, in my opinion. As a wrestling fan, I understand that like I'm not in the industry, so therefore like. Me speaking on what works and doesn't and, work. And well, actually, never mind. Me speaking on what works and doesn't work is completely fair. It's even more fair, I feel like, than a wrestler because I'm the one that's watching the product, therefore building the product. Right, by right. Giving my it attention. matters. Yeah, I mean, and um, and and for those who you know, oh well, that's unfair to say you had the same move set. There was a lot of wrestlers that did the same move set. I know, like, you know, Stone there Cold. are some nowadays, but they Stone they, Cold Stone Cold had kind of the same move set, and he did Lupe the same thing. Press Stunner. Uh, stop a mud hole. It, but the character that he created with his promos and and with how he acted and just in general, it it made it he was a more exciting wrestler and a, and a better. It made him a his better wrestler. Personal, his character had personality. His character yeah. had something to it that you wanted to watch. That like don't trust anybody. That like you never know what's going to happen. Kind of thing. The whole antihero. I mean that. I mean that made you want to watch him. Bret Hart didn't have any of that in mind. And opinion. whether and taking away whether or not I, you know, uh, uh, whether I like or dislike Bret Hart as a person and like things he said or whatever, I'm, I'm taking that out of it and I'm gonna I'm simply looking at his in ring performance, and I didn't think it was great. So them screwing Bret over. At Survivor Series 97, I think it was a shoot. I think that Vince made a difficult call. I don't think he wanted to make the call, but he knew that was best for business and and was willing to accept the consequences, which ultimately the gamble paid off for him and for his company. Uh, as we see what happened with Brett and getting injured, and you know, I mean, who knows? He could have been injured in WWF. Uh, totally possible with with his age and where he was going. Um, but it made it a better product. He, if if Brett was there, there's no way he would have been part of the Attitude Era because uh, I don't think he would have fit in that locker room and and DX and the way they were acting. It just was not going to work. It wasn't going to work. He didn't like that anyway, and it's what ended up having. That's what. WWE have had to do to get themselves to where they were over Nitro. Um, so yeah, I I think it. I think I'm going to chalk this one up uh, one for Vince and a win for Vince, um, and say that uh, the Montreal screw job was a shoot that ended up working out pretty damn well. It. I mean, it definitely worked out pretty well for them, and I mean, it's still one of the most talked about things today. Uh. I, st- I guess we're opposing sides on this. I guess whenever we get our first guest, we can ask them to be the referee in our singles match, which is something we're hoping to do. Um, but, you know, with the end of that, with the end of the main event, I feel like, you know, it's pretty clear that we have different opinions on it, which is fine. That's the fun thing about it. Re- that's what makes wrestling so fun is that you can it- – it's kind of a- always fantasy. It's always, you know – different opinions on everything and it's fun to not argue but just debate and discuss your feelings on it uh which is a reason we do this podcast not even just because we want people to listen to it because me and taylor can sit down for an hour every week and bullshit about wrestling with each other which is what we do pretty much all day long uh 
but with saying that, we are closing to the end of the show. Uh, I'd like to remind everybody to go and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, all of the outlets to listen to. Uh, listen to all the episodes of every show on the OM Network. Make sure to follow us on Twitter at Stop the Damn Cast. Stop the Damn Cast. And uh, we just both appreciate you listening to us every week. It's pretty fun. It's pretty fun that you listen. It's pretty fun that we get to do this. It's pretty fun that we get to work with executive producer Gil Worth uh, from the Ohm Network. Uh, we, we forgot something. Oh, God. What did we forget? Hold on. You know what? You know what I have to do? You, you know what I'm going to have to do now that we forgot? Are you putting me on the list? I'm going to have to put down the fact that we didn't talk about the list on the list. Is there a list? I, Whose list? It's my list. Your list. But it's it's a list that I uh, I scan and send to Jericho every week, and then he yeah. puts it on you his. Have, list. Do you have his email? Uh, it, it it's like a it's like a it's like a Hotmail account. I don't I don't even know if it's like I don't even know if it's him. But um, hold on. He's writing it down right now. We didn't talk about the list. It's on the list. Oh, I apologize. You know what, though? There's always next week. There is next week. So there make sure to week. listen to us. Episode six. That builds hype. That's uh, We're learning this, on how to build hype and how to get people to listen. Um, this is one way. Hashtag feel the hype. We don't get hype. We talk hype. All right, we're uh, we're 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 gonna get out of here. Are we're you gonna, gonna sign us off on this episode? You want me to sign us off? Why don't you sign us off, Maggle? Oh, uh, hey, I need you to sign me off in true JBL fashion. And on three, one, two, three. If you listen to this podcast, you may have loved it, you may have hated it, but you feel some way about it. I love it, Maggle. And at this point, as always, we are now telling you that you can't stop the damn podcast. The OAMnetwork.com. Power to the podcast. <laughs>